The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. Hi, my name is Charlie Steinhauer from Thresher's Paradox, and you are on Radioactive Metal Radio. Welcome to Radioactive Metal. This is Radioactive Metal, your source for news, views, tunes, and interviews. Here are your hosts, Snowy, Rock, Corrine, and Aaron. What's up, everyone? Welcome to a legendary episode of Radioactive Metal. This is episode 674, and I'm Snowy White. And this is Aaron, your dear listeners. As you listen to this, it's the second week of October. The air is getting chill and crisp. The nights are getting longer. The moon shows bright through the clouds. And if you want to ward off, spirits, then you need true cold coffee. 
trvekvltcoffee.com, the hottest, blackest, most metal coffee there is. And honestly, it's probably not going to ward off the evil spirits. If you want to have an offering so they don't kill you, is probably the better thing because this is what every evil spirit wants. True cold coffee. Mm-hmm. When you subscribe, not only will you not run out of coffee, but you will get not one but two great bands every month, sometimes more, hand curated by Mr. Coffee Bean Oculta himself. Right? So it's it's okay. it's some serious stuff here. This is the time of year where you should be having um well, I guess since we're a metal podcast, this wouldn't be a pumpkin spice show. This would be, I, what would be like a metal version of a pumpkin spice? Because I mean, like, like I feel like like spices are not a bad thing, but like what? Right. What would be like 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 cardamom? Is that more of the like the the Swedish death metal kind of spice? Like like you put cardamom (laughs) in your in your coffee? Uh, I don't know. A part, a part of me, since this is getting into the Halloween season and it's a metal product, it's like I, I, I got dragon's blood in my, my there true cobalt coffee. That makes sense. That feels great. Right now, there we are. Yeah. I'm all right with that one. Yes. So what's happening, uh, Snowman? Uh, actually, things are going, you know, as smooth as it possibly could be going on around here. I really can't complain. Looking good, feeling good. Um, but I'm going right now. I do have some true cobalt coffee here in my Motley Crew mug. And as soon as I'm done this, this cup, I think I'm going to be brewing some more because I'm going to need the caffeine oomph because i have started as we speak it is october 1st and i guess this morning the very first thing this morning at midnight one second i started my october horror movie challenge you party animal yeah, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I'm, I'm. Well, I don't know. I'm one film in, and I started watching a second, but I fell asleep about a third of the way through that. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna count that, obviously. But I started off with Halloween H2O because I hadn't seen that one in quite a while, and all that. So basically. What it is, if anyone who's just tuning in for the first time because, you know, they're big fans of German metal, what the October Halloween challenge is, is basically every year, for the last 10 years now or so, I've been doing this challenge of watching 31 horror films all through the month of October leading up to Halloween. And all that. And I've been successful in all but one there was just that one about five years ago or so there was that one october that was just there was just so many shows going on and you know live shows and doing interviews and being the stage hand and just there's just there's just so much going on and i just i just ran out of everything but i'm often running with this one um and i'm looking forward to it as a matter of fact it's going to be kind of advantageous for me this year because our local art house theater the cinematech 
is going to be running a uh, series of French horror films. They, they, they kind of have a theme, extreme French films. So I'm going to be taking in three of those, plus not some non-horror stuff, including two, uh, two, two music documentaries and a smaller uh, record convention in the lobby of the theater and all that. So October's going to be busy. It's going to be rocking and rolling, strutting and strolling, and I can't wait. Hopefully... Um, Hopefully you you as well. What's going on on your end? Yeah, man. So I started my Halloween challenge today as well. I had to take the day off. And so I was um, working on cleaning up some stuff around the house. Because it has been a long, long project. And I, I can't remember if I told you, but like we haven't had air conditioning for like a month either. Mm-hmm. So that, that's finally fixed. So I could actually sleep. And... Um, so I watched American Werewolf in Paris today. Ah, it's right interesting that we both started with the not as respected version of a classic movie series. <laughs> it's, it's to me, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think at the time, like I'm, even when that movie first came out, you know, I was a diehard horror film fan, and I think I was like the only horror connoisseur that actually liked that movie. It got roasted by all the. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I'm I a think big it's fan. fantastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean, like, you know, werewolves I'm a sucker for. Although, right. I tried a second one today. I started watching, um, and I'm, I I wanted to ask you about something related to this as well. But so Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, mm-hmm. um, they had one of her movie things on, and it was a werewolf in Washington, and it's horrendous. It's so dry. Like... <laughs> Okay. I, I love my werewolf movies, but it's so dry. But like, I want to ask you about Elvira because you subscribe to Shudder, correct? I do. Did you watch the big Elvira bash that was like last I week? Did. I did. I was one? going oh. to make that. Yeah, I was going to make that part of my metal fix. All but right, I'm we'll so I'm then. so well. No, no. I'm so glad you brought it up. What what it was was it was Elvira's 40th anniversary. Very scary. Very special. Special. Where basically she did where she was she was being her and what she did, and she introed four movies. Okay, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, Vincent Price's House on Haunted Hill, Christopher Lee's City of the Dead, and this really really bad piss poor '70s movie called Messiah of Evil. And that's what I did last Saturday night. Too bad it wasn't, you know, into the month of October, or else I would have had four off off my list right away. But uh, yeah, it was fantastic. The whole point of seeing this is Elvira's shtick. You know, every once in a while she comes in and does her thing, and in between movies she intros them. Not she does the horror host thing, and. Mrs. Snowy wanted, you know, she enjoys the Elvira Mistress of the Dark movie. And she saw the, uh, we went to the remake of House on Haunted Hill. So she'd never seen the original before. So, yeah, we kind of had a, a date night, Saturday night in the living room with True Come Old Coffee and Elvira. It was fantastic. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, you are in luck, though. Do you yeah. have your Shutter subscription? 
I do not. I I have not. And and actually, I wanted to talk to you about this on air, obviously, because you know this the this time of year. But I was really thinking about it, because um, you know they offer like a week trial, and I I didn't know what else was out there, because because like mm-hmm. you know I I want to watch werewolf films, and I was I was surfing around watching some werewolf films today. You know, Tubi has some stuff, and then um. We can circle back to this one, but I also watched My Best Friend is a Vampire, and holy crap, is that movie funny. <laughs> um, like, I, I remember seeing it like, like after I started watching it, but man, that's a darn funny movie. Uh, but no, I, I, I have not subscribed to Shudder yet. Okay, well, I would really recommend it because though the, the Elvira Marathon, the 40th anniversary special, is uh, is now up on it like it was she was streaming them live but now they're up for for viewing in all their regular programming yes it is that time of year our we're both off and running with our horror movie challenge so that kind of reminds me as we speak okay on this date october 4th 1968 today the original night of the living dead was released which of course that's today today in 1968 wow. yeah yeah so happy birthday to that classic film which means so much to us wow oh you know, yeah because i i love that film and you grew up where it was yeah being filmed that's all our regular on. listeners will already know that yeah as well on this day in 1974 the texas chainsaw massacre debuted wow as well so yeah so i'm kind of thinking maybe one of those movies i'll uh, get to just because as uh as part of the october horror movie challenge and one more birthday i noticed um on this day i believe it was 1988 san francisco bay area thrashers forbidden their first album forbidden evil dropped on this day so happy birthday to that monumental release as well um if you is there anything else maybe uh you want to get out there is any radioactive metal house cleaning you want to discuss no no let's let's head to our fix well our main let's get yeah let's time to well then yeah so We'll pour another cup of True Cobalt coffee as we listened to this week's mandatory metal. I decided, just once again, okay, as we're speaking and as we went over last episode, it was also Bandcamp Friday as well. So I was kind of flipping through Bandcamp, checking out some really, really cool stuff, which is kind of what I do anyways. Like, I'm no stranger to just sitting at the computer and just kind of going through through Bandcamp. It's just a great way to hear new music. And I discovered Morbific, cool new death metal band out of Finland. Their new record, ominous seep of putridity is available now i gave it a spin good stuff good stuff so in tonight's true cobalt coffee mandatory metal this is more morbific with cadaveric maggot farm it lives exclusively off dead bodies 
human remains. It is capable of picking up the scent of a dead body over vast distances. Its sensory perception is extraordinary, quite unique. been very busy this week. Here's our metal fix. Hey dude, what's going on? All right, man. So we are we, we're full swing in October. So last week we did our fuck. What did we do? You the literally just said Friday. thank you, Bandcamp Friday. But it's so weird because we record these like a week ahead of time. So mm-hmm. we gave our picks already. So as you hear this, it's the second week of October, but we are starting on October 1st today. Um, I actually bought um, on Bandcamp, 
I bought Messer Chups, which I think they were on my list last last week. Yeah, they were, but I don't think I bought the album though. Like I bought a different album. Um, but I bought Messer Chups as part of Bandcamp Friday. And um so I don't I don't know if anybody else knows this, but Bandcamp Friday will let you pick your price a lot of times. Well, Bandcamp in general. Like like bands mm-hmm. can say like sometimes free or rename your price or sometimes it's hey this or more so like if you want to tip the band essentially and um i totally did that today like right on excellent we might as well especially like on Bandcamp friday because i mean i think they were asking like seven bucks for the digital album which is very reasonable right i'm used to paying 10 bucks for most digital albums i'm like yeah i might as well pay 10 bucks today because it goes right yeah it's three bucks whatever this is not a metal album, but I'm going to give it a shout out if everybody would like to go check it out. Um, a buddy of mine did a hip hop project called Black Herman, B-L-A-Q Herman, ah. right? And so Black Herman was a magician in the 1940s. And like, you just got to go check this out on Bandcamp. I think it's like, you know, blackherman.bandcamp.com. Um, but my, my buddy Kamani... He he tagged me the other day and he sent me a track. I'm like, dude, dude, th- this is this is good. Like like if if you like, like if you really dig hip hop and like like classic feel hip hop, we'll, we'll say. Um, and, and it certainly doesn't feel dated. It's just good. It's just real good music. And um, he sent it to me and like so. Black Herman was a magician in the 40s, and but he had a heart attack on stage, but there's all this mythology around it that the heart attack was part of the act. He didn't really die, and he's still alive. Uh-huh. And, and so um, Kamani is kind of picking up on that mythology and be like, oh, well, now he's doing hip-hop. And it's uh, it's it's fun, man. It's, it's good. And so I bought that album today, too. Right on. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, so that's some good stuff. All right, so last week we talked about Atomic Monster Magazine, right? And I am mm-hmm. still going through it, and it's still a ton of fun. Great article in there on the Haunted Mansion, which I'm reading through. Um, but uh, issue number two is available for pre-order. So if you go out to Etsy and search for Atomic Monster Magazine, issue two is available for pre-order. Um, Volbeat. Dude, did you see Volbeat uh, announced a new record? Mm, no, no, but okay. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited for that because they put out a new single this summer called "Wait a Minute, My Girl," and um, that track's gonna make it to the album. And I can't remember what the album's called. I should have really looked it up. But Volbeat is one of those bands where they always seem like I should like them. And Rock and I have had this conversation. He's like, "No, no, really, you shouldn't," because Rock's not a fan at all. Mm-hmm. But and like, there's times where I like I feel because just between the artwork and the type of guitar that the guy played, just the overall visual look, I feel like I should like this band. But then like I'll sit down to listen to, listen to an album and I'm like, yeah, no, I don't like this. But then I'll hear like like the one off tracks. I'm like, well, who's this? And I'm like, what? That's Volbeat. And then I go back and listen to the album again. I'm like, no, I do like this. So I. <laughs> It, it's such a weird relationship I have with this band, but um, "Wait a Minute, My Girl" is a killer single, and I'm kind of excited for this new new album. Right on, yeah. excellent, excellent. Um, I already mentioned the "My Best Friend Is a Vampire" because I want to talk to you about that, and we have got to figure out what we're going to watch or when we're going to watch the um, "Return of the Living Dead." 
Yes, yes. At some some point, I was going to discuss that off air, but yeah, yeah. Let's 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 do that. Let's yeah. let's nail nail down a time because we can get it part of the horror challenge as well. Yeah, that's actually that'll be good. Yeah, and now you got me thinking in September, so I had some context because I've never (laughs) seen it before. Right, right. Okay, well, we're definitely going to do that. Now you're getting me thinking. Ah, I might want to pull out the soundtrack as well tonight in between movies. Hmm, good idea. Right on, right on. Then last thing is just a continuation of what I've been talking about for like the last three weeks now, but. Magic the Gathering, Innistrad, Midnight Hunt. Dude, the amount of fun I'm having with this card game is just insane. I can't remember the last time I've had this much fun playing any game. Like, like anything at all. Like, And um, I'm trying to get my kids playing it online uh, with me because the nice thing about this game is like, with a lot of, with a lot of games people download to their phones, it's just mindless, right? But there's a strategy to this game. There's a randomness to the game because you have to build your deck, put cards in it, and then you have to know what the cards can do and use them at the right times. And, and like, you actually have to think to play this game. But just the whole werewolf and the story that's going on with this. And then I finally got some of the paper cards. And, dude, they, like, they include, like, a mask that you can make for it. And they, it, it's like somebody's like, you know what? we should talk to the guys in Iron Maiden and see what they would do. Because cause I literally feel like it's a small maid now with, with the little detail things. Like they have a looter chart. I, I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh, just this, these, these little details. I'm like, Oh yeah. Yeah. They really thought this through. So I'm um, more than likely I'll be talking about this again next week as well, because I'm having <laughs> so much fun with this game. Right on. Excellent. Yeah, then it's a very metal game. Yeah, if if For listeners sure. are um are playing Magic the Gathering Arena, you know, and you want to you want to play a, a werewolf game, hit me up, man. Hit me up. You know, hit, you 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 know all our contact. We talk about it at every show. DM us, hit us up. Um, I'd totally be up for playing a game with somebody. So, all, all right. right. So, man, what's happening with you? Uh, myself. Apart all this horror horror goodness that's been going on, I did hit. The uh, record and magazine racks as well. I've a couple of rather unique. Um, I'll start off with a couple of rather unique um, finds that I found, including okay, the very first movie that I ever saw Robin Williams in. Okay, Popeye. like when I first, it was Popeye. That's was right. Really? I think that. It was, oh, it was, awesome. and I, fa- it was a, it was a movie musical, and I found the soundtrack to it. <laughs> I took one look at it, it's like, holy shit, oh, okay, I have to grab this. That's awesome. And, it, it, like, Robin Williams back then wasn't the best singer, and Shelley Duvall certainly wasn't, okay? <laughs> but uh, it's a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Awesome. I enjoyed it. Dude, you ever yeah, seen his yeah. comedy sketch on golf, the sport golf? No, no. Well, so he does these great accents, right? So he'll be talking about it in a Scottish accent. And he's he's like, yeah, tell me about golf. He's like, oh, well, so you take the ball and you whack it with a stick. He's like, um, oh, you mean like croquet? Fuck croquet. Not a straight stick, a little <laughs> fucked up stick. It's just, oh, dude. I was in tears. <laughs> like, like seriously, mm-hmm. like, Google that and watch that on YouTube sometime. Uh, it's it's so damn funny. 
so damn funny. Oh no, no, no doubt. I haven't seen a lot of his films. Like, I, like, like Good Morning Vietnam is an absolute classic. I love what they did with that. Oh, yeah. That's and fantastic. what they had to, to say with it and all that. But I just, for for me, because I didn't see a lot of his movies, like, he's always going to be Popeye. Yeah. He's always going to be Mork from Mork and Mindy and Happy Days. Uh, he, he's really, like, everything I've seen him in, he was always good. Um, one I will tell you to watch, it's not, it, it's a funny movie, but it's also a sad movie at the same time, is Patch Adams, because it's based on a real story. Oh, okay. But um, mm-hmm. one of my favorite things in that one is like he's playing Patch Adams, who's going to be a doctor, and they're having a gynecological um, c- convention at the medical school he's at, and he is supposed to get ready for the gynecological event. So he builds paper mache legs outside of a door, um, so it basically <laughs> looks like the woman you know on the table, and then it says "Welcome gynecologists at your cervix." <laughs> yeah it's so funny know. so that's that's funny. a porno grind soundtrack or that's right? a, that, that's a porno grind song right there yeah, yeah at your cervix, at your cervix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah i was just like holy shit like i i'll never i can never forget like that first time seeing that it was so good right on right on i have to check that out i have to check in in, in november i think the only movies i'm going to be watching I'll throw up this, this this month is going to be something a little more R-rated. Um, I found a cool live album from the Mighty Girl School. Um, a live recording for the King Biscuit Flower Hour, which I'm still not 110% on what that is. I believe it was a radio show. Yeah, I can't in... remember what it was either, but I know it's, it's fairly prestigious. It was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I found that it's like okay, this is this is really cool. I don't have any live girls school and all that, so going to snap this up. Found like three magazines as well. Um, first of all, the new Horror Hound magazine is out, which that's two of my, like I there's there's a couple of horror film magazines I enjoy. There's that title and Canada's Rue Morgue. Oh as yeah, that makes well. it down here. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've seen that one. Right on, right on, right on. It's something you well, yeah. After after this October, I think that might be something you're going to be looking into a little bit more. I grabbed this this month's horror hound because there was a a double cover story on Suspiria and The Beyond. These really two cool um, Italian films that I really dig. They have a music section with every issue. And this kind of reintroduced me to the band Horror Pops. Does that oh, mean anything? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, um, on, on the on the Hellcat Patri- Patricia O'Day, label. right? Is the mm-hmm. but it's Kim Necroman uh, on guitar, right? But yeah. um Patricia plays bass and sings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big big well, fan. I only discovered right them on. like I probably only discovered them during the pandemic because I started watching this guy Jordy do a slap stream because he's big on like slap upright bass, and so he interviewed Kim Neckerman. That was a great interview. But then he interviewed Patty, and then I found out about that essentially Patty and Kim were in rival not rival bands, but they were in different bands, and she played guitar and he was playing bass, and when they got together and I guess got married, they were like, oh, they should do a band. 
but they basically taught each other how to play each other's instruments so they could switch and do something <laughs> different. Right on. Yeah. That's yeah, a spirit. It's, it's yeah. So cool, dude. Like, yeah, big fan of horror pops. Yeah. Right on, right on. Well, yeah, like I said, this kind of reintroduced me to them. They kind of fell off my radar and all that because they have a they have a new live album out now as well. You're gonna want to check that out. Yeah, I knew okay. Going through this, it's like, I'm sure Aaron would know who Horror Pops is, because this is right up his alley, this this type of psychobilly stuff. As well, I grabbed the new Thrasher, the, the Skateboarder magazine, and they introduced me to a cool new death metal band called Sarcophagus. Okay, now that's kind of a common name. A lot of that, that whole thing is used, you know, in death metal throughout the years, but the cough in this is spelled C O U G H. So it's sarcophagus. So, yeah. So after reading that, I immediately hit Bandcamp again and checked them out. That was some really cool stuff. Um, and the third magazine I picked up, okay, Life, Time Life or Life magazine is, they're, they're really killing it with those individual um, magazines de dedicated yes. to one band or one, one movie, yeah, one like TV one show. Like the Godzilla one. Yeah. Do you have that? Oh, heck yeah. yeah okay. Thankfully, I think we have two or three copies floating around the house. Cause um, people who know that my son and I are into Godzilla will just randomly pick them up for us. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. Right on. I was actually thinking about that. It's like, does Aaron have, this I know his son might really dig that and all that. I better ask him before I, but before I buy it and then ship ship it down south and it's like oh sorry we already got this ah oh, son of a gun. Well, it's so funny you say about shipping because I was cleaning up downstairs because like, long story short, I've had boxes of stuff that were supposed to go back to my office quote unquote, but now <laughs> you know the pandemic shifted all that, so now I just need to get rid of this shit. And, and while I was cleaning that, I'm like, I found the two things I want to send to you. I'm like, son of a bitch. I'm like, this is the stuff I want to send to Canada, but it was like 75 bucks or whatever they wanted. Like, oh. So I, and, and I mean, it's paper that I'm sending you. Like, and it's not even right. like a magazine. It's not even like as heavy as a magazine, you know? Um. And so I, I, I need to finally like go back and be like, okay, so what's the cheapest, slowest, like. You know, and, and then then what I was almost thinking, I'm like, well, so like, seriously, I have a buddy who's in North Dakota. Like, do I mail it to him? And then I, I don't know if he's still in the Air Force, but could they get somebody to fly across the border, drop it and then That's right. get it to the moose and the moose takes it to you? Like, like, there's got to be an easier way to do it. It's got to be a way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Pay in the ass. <laughs> there, there we are. There we are. And I have a, I have a, I have a number of these, like Mash, The Empire Strikes Back, Jaws. Oh yeah. Okay, like we're we're loving oh, Jaws. these these Such series. Oh, for sure, for sure. I found one. Okay, the whole magazine, the whole edition, was dedicated to the song American Pie. The whole. Really? <laughs> The whole magazine, yeah. One wow. of my one of my all time favorite songs. I haven't, Likewise. I haven't started it yet, but wow. 
Yeah, it's just like every chapter is like the 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 inspiration and the recording and the idea behind it and all. It's like, wow, we're actually got a whole magazine out of one song. And like this is like I said, this is definitely one of my all time favorite songs. I'll never forget the time I was playing. I was at Ninja Cat Jess's place. Okay, and my her and myself and her a couple of her relatives and friends and all that i think ducky was also there as well we were all sitting at the kitchen table playing cards against humanity are you familiar with that game yes i've never played it but i am aware of it <laughs> yeah it's pretty fucked up but you know it's, it's 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 a great game to play with a bunch of adults having drinks and all that well we're listening to music in the background and that song you know don mcclain's american pie comes on and everyone, like over 40, we all simultaneously just all started singing this song almost word for word oh, yeah. the whole eight minutes or something. It's <laughs> or like something. the soundtrack of my youth, man. And then, it was definitely um, one of them, yeah. And then when Weird Al re- redid it as My My This Here Anakin <laughs> Guy, uh-huh. someday Vader, maybe later, now he's just a small fry. Mm. And, and so. One of like Weird Al is just so good because like in, in the original, you know, and the three men I admire most, the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, because that was you know religion a big part of America, especially at that time and all that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. right? And that, those lyrics very powerful, makes a lot of sense. And then Weird Al takes that and the Jedi I admire most <laughs> met up with Darth Maul and now he's toast. Now he's toast, <laughs> yeah. And like, I'm still here and he's a ghost. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> like, yeah. oh, he's so good. So good. Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah, I love that as well. Uh, yeah, so I can't wait. I can't wait to get get my little brain into this i'm sure it's i'm going to discover like a lot of really cool you know stuff that's just not common knowledge about this amazing song i need to look for that issue dude because Mm -hmm. if they dedicate an entire issue because i mean like if you think about just how that song goes just the storytelling history arc right because it's it's Mm -hmm. about what it's about the big bopper and buddy holly right right okay but but just yeah and it's just a slice of americana yeah yeah yeah, it just wow oh yeah it's gonna be interesting okay anyway i would definitely recommend it and as for some tunes that came across my desk i'm going to um focus on a couple singles first of all we're getting we're a little early with this but november 26th is the new album from like the all-star side project band Lockup. Their new el- their new album Dregs of Hades drops. And this is um we've had Kevin Sharp, the vocalist from, from Brutal Truth. We've had him on this show speaking about the, the that particular lockup album at the time it's 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 sharp it's shane ambry from napalm death adam jarvis from pig destroyer and a returning thomas Lindbergh from at the gates kind of trading off vocals and all that i gave the first single off of that dark force of conviction a spin going to be a really cool album 
if that's anything to go by. And of course, this is the Halloween spirit. This or this is the season. It's time to get into the spirit of everything. On October itself, October or on Halloween itself, October 31st, Horror Pain Gore Death is giving a proper CD release to Dolores Le Oriento Spellacolo della Morte, which is what you just said. Yeah, I think (laughs) I think I think it's Italian. No, it's Spanish for the Death Death Horrendous Show. And basically, what Delore is, it's a one man band, much like um, kind of what like a couple episodes ago we spoke to Matt Harvey from Exhumed. Oh yeah, and he did his own soundtrack to a fictional Superman movie. Well, basically, what Delore d- does is takes um, creates his own soundtrack for a fictional horror film. Very, very John Carpenter-ish. Very, very Goblin-esque. Kind of like that whole idea. And he comes up with a lot of really cool stuff. And with that, with with that announcement, I... Okay. This, this is great. Why don't I give, you know, one of the songs a shot? And I did. I listened to... I... I Maybe it's the first single. I don't know what you would really refer to it, but as, but Intento or Masida. I'm trying. I'm trying <laughs> with this stuff. But bottom line, this is some really cool Halloweeny type of music. So we're going to get into it right now. Another great reason to, I can't wait until October 31st for the new Delore album.
From that aforementioned Dregs of Hades album, available November 26th, courtesy of the good folks at Listenable Records. That is the new lockup, Dark Force of Conviction. Check that out. And when the new record comes out, it's definitely something everyone is going to want to jump all over. I know I will. Quick cup. Quick question, dude. Yo. Do you know what a paradox is? Um, and that's when I have two pair of Doc Martens, right? <laughs> I got I have a paradox. You got a paradox. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That works, two, two, yeah, I get it. I get it. Two two doctors walk into a bar. It's a paradox. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> paradox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll we'll be here all week. Tip the veal, try the waitress. <laughs> I, Anyways. Know, there, there are times I feel like that's how it should have gone. But anyway. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. The very first time I ever encountered the word a paradox was in about, I guess, about 1988 when German Thrasher's Paradox dropped their debut record. And it was always... Like, I don't know, for one reason or another, like that, the, the word always stuck with me and all that. But I always, I guess I'm just associating it with this awesome band. And I never bothered to break out the Websters like I normally would do and actually try to, you know, learn what the meaning behind this rather unique word is. Fast forward decades later, I heard it straight from the horse's mouth. I sat down Mr. Ed? this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I sat down this week and had an amazing chat with Charlie Steinhauer, the guitarist, the main man, the idea all behind the legendary paradox. This year, they just recently dropped a new record, Heresy 2, End of a Legend, which is, of course, a sequel to their own legendary album, Heresy, from back in the day, shall we say. So when we when this record dropped, had the opportunity to get him on the horn. This is actually a dude that we should have had a long time ago because, like, Paradox, okay, for some reason or another... They come out of that whole German thrash scene where that that bread destruction, Sodom, Creator, Halloween, all of those great bands, you know, that created that whole scene. Paradox was, you know, right in the middle of things. So we should have had Mr. Steinhauer on a long time ago, but no time like the present, considering this awesome new album so to kind of get us there to our chat with mr steinhauer let's drop a track from said heresy to end of a legend this is our chat with charlie steinhauer the legendary paradox and mountains and caves
first and foremost, I guess you're making the uh, press rounds right now for your latest record, Heresy 2, End of the Legend, which is available now. Um, I imagine you're pretty stoked. You're pretty excited. Yes, I'm pretty excited about the response from the press uh, all over the world. And uh, I... Yeah, most of uh, the reviews are awesome, and I'm surprised. Um, but I knew that this album will be something special because um, not not only because it's uh, not caused by uh, uh, the length, the the playing time of, of the album, because of the atmosphere of this album. It's something big. It's 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 not just for one run. It's it's an album where you can uh, develop. Uh, yeah, it's a journey. Um, you can develop a lot of things later on. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So this is kind of like a sequel to the first record entitled Heresy. Why? Why that idea now? Well, um, I <clears throat> was in contact to our lyricist Peter Vogt uh, all over the years, and I remember when he offered me a story he had written and he asked me hey Charlie um, would you like to do another heresy album because I had written a story uh, a fictional story um, uh, would, uh, that would fit to an heresy album and I said oh this is this is difficult because uh, uh, never touch a classic and 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 and, and uh, heresy 89 is a classic for many heavy metal fans so I knew I couldn't copy copied myself as a companist and uh, it must have sound so different and uh, I said to Peter hey Peter let's wait because I was working for the previous album Pangea and uh, that uh, this story wouldn't fit to these songs and uh, we must wait for this but it sounds interesting and then we started in 2019 I started with the songwriting he gave me 13 titles for this album to make music on it and uh, yes, and then it took five months uh, to wrote to compose all songs uh, in a row. Each week another song. It was my batteries were empty after after this because it was so much work, and uh, I put all my soul in and all what I uh, what I be able for um, on guitar, and um, so the result I guess I'm. Uh, it, it, it takes time, it takes time. Um, I can't say it's the best record because this is a, a, some kind of cliche if, you, if each new record is the best record. No, I would say together with Tales of the Weird and uh, Heresy, the first part, this will be the best album, yes. Right on, right on. Yes, I've oh, given it a spin <laughs> and it sounds fantastic. Thank you. With, with a record like this, and you see this now with when when bands go on tour where it's a night with this band where they play an entire album from from beginning to end do you see yeah. maybe this record doing that this would be a challenge <laughs> <laughs> because on this album are so many harmonies um, vocal wise and guitar wise uh, maybe we would need a third guitar player on stage, <laughs> um, but it would be possible, of course, it would be possible, because if you put every 
harmonies out and you just listen to the rhythm guitar and to the drums instrumental then you would you, you would feel like in the 80s so th this album is based on old-school uh, riffing but combined with all the harmonies we transport this into nowadays 2021 and this was um, a big challenge for us yes right on right on yeah well like i said i like the end results with with the first heresy record i believe back then it was released on roadrunner records yeah now uh, the roadrunner of today compared to the roadrunner back then is very different <laughs> i gotta say <laughs> have, have you been keeping up on 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 that label and what's what what's no, going no. on there uh, chaos. Uh, we we never heard, we never heard anything. We get no real royalties since twenty years or something like this. Uh, we didn't knew that they were sold to Warner, uh, Time Warner Music. <laughs> we just read it in the magazines. You know, they they they, yeah, they didn't make any thoughts of of a band called Paradox. So, um, uh, but. In the past, when we signed this, um, we were happy to be on a label where all our idols are on this label, and uh, they helped us to play on the Dynamo Open Air together with Exodus and uh, uh, with 22,000 people, and uh, <laughs> and um, so they did a lot in the beginning, but uh, in the end, it was uh, a poor, poor thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and they're like I said they're a very different very different label now um back back then with your first couple classic albums you were like knee-deep in the whole German scene like like with other bands Sodom Destruction Tankard I imagine you've got a lot of amazing memories from back then oh yeah yeah especially with Tankard uh, we made our first tour uh, for Product of Imagination and uh, we changed as headliners uh, in Germany and we did great shows together and uh, I also met all these German uh, heroes like Mille from Creator and Destruction, uh, Schmier is a body of mine, a, a friend, a good friend and uh, so it, it's, it is, it is, it's like a family. Uh, everybody know each other, and we meet on festivals, backstage, talking together, drinking beer together, and we are all proud of this family, uh, uh, which started in, uh, I guess, uh, Sodom started in 1984, uh, and Destruction 1984 uh, created the same, I guess. So, yeah, this is uh, this is. Uh, I have so many. I could writing books about what's happened in that time in the 80s was completely different like nowadays and it's it's it's, it's also a cliche if i would say today all is bad uh, and 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 the past was was better but in this case yes yes the 80s were better <laughs> no doubt no doubt yes i've had schmear on the show and you're right he is a fantastic guy and um i just I, I, I have. I'm. I'm so proud of him because he lived this music. He he worked for this music. He ha he has passion for uh, for for destruction, and uh, he he is totally 
uh, on fire. And uh, each time when I meet Shmir from Destruction, he is he's laughing. He is in a good mood, in a good shape. And so, yeah, he's a good guy. <laughs> right on, right on. You would think, like, with all of the content, like the lyrical content and stuff that, band, like, like Tankard has produced in the past, are they really, back then, were they really as crazy as their music and, like, let, let it to be? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> this is a very good question, man. Because I, I remember... Gere, Gere is special, the singer of Tangat, and it's 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 not just a joke what they did, they mm. drank they drank us under the table, <laughs> and <laughs> so it was not just a logo uh, 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 or something, it was it was real beer drinking parties, and. Um, and I, I remember when the bass player, we, we, we played with Tanga together in Germany in 1986. And I remember their first album, Zombie Attack. And I remember um, that the bass player did stage diving during our show and broke his shoulder. Oh. And I met him in 2008. We played together on the Headbangers Open Air in Hamburg. And he, he said, hey, Charlie, can you feel this on my shoulder? And he put my finger on his shoulder. And I said, yes, yes, it's like, 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 I don't know, what is this? I broke my shoulder on your concert because I did stage diving, because I was inside. <laughs> it was great, yes. <laughs> there's, there's kind of a life lesson in there, but I, I don't want to discourage stage diving or moshing and all that. I still think it's a great thing, but that's oh. just, uh, be careful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can remember when we, we played in, I guess it was 2008 and nine. we played in Athens, Greece. And from the first minute, people came up to stage and one diver over the next. And I, I, I thought this club will be destroyed after this show. <laughs> but I was so excited. And uh, I loved to see these people jumping and the others hold them. You know, this is this is party. This is uh, enjoying. Yeah, <laughs> they enjoy music. Yeah. Right on, right on. That's at the end of the day. That's what it's all about: having fun and enjoying what you do. Yes, yes, totally agree. Yes. <laughs> could, could there be a par like th this band is pretty much your baby? I would assume. Could there be a paradox without you? No, impossible. But but not because of my ego. It's just because I'm the singer and the main songwriter. I'm writing all songs. Who will write this style? So Paradox is a band who sounds unique to um, um, in compare to other bands uh, because my voice color is different. It's very difficult to copy my voice and it's very difficult to copy my style, how I play and I compose uh, the structure of a song. And uh, this would be impossible. Uh, I, I know. I know a, a, a guy who who played in in Paradox for uh, for a live concert as a guest player, and he worked with me on the Electrify record and did two or three riffs for this album. He would be able to write in Paradox song, but not a whole record or something like that. Right on, right on. Yeah, I kind of got that feeling. Every band kind of has that one member where 
like it just it just doesn't work without them and i've always felt like this was kind of your your your, your project yeah sure. well in the in the 80s when we started the band and when i founded paradox together with axel um it was a little bit different because it was like james hetfield and lars ulrich uh, it was the drummer and the singer and, and, and rhythm guitar player and we both did a lot of songs together in the rehearsal room. So it was not only Charlie Steinhauer, but Charlie Steinhauer kept the legacy uh, for now, I don't know, we are 40 years and, and, and um, kept Paradox alive. So now, of course, everybody said... <laughs> Everybody want uh, uh, talk to the singer of a band and also the the founder or or uh, the songwriter of the band and um, I like to do this but um, I would like to involve everybody because everybody every band member uh, uh, spend a lot of time in this uh, project uh, not project in this band in this in this art project I mean the production mm -hmm. and uh, um, everybody in the band did uh, did uh, do his part for for paradox and uh, it's not only Charlie Steinhauer it's uh, if you look to Christian Münzner what a guitar player oh, yeah. guitar players I, I ever played with and and he's amazing. He's he's totally a good guy, a good human, uh, and we are friends together. We spend time uh, outside of the band together. We have a totally great uh, climber uh, 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 together. It's 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 a together. And I searched for so many years to get a, a constant lineup, and it's a little bit sad that it took so long that now I'm so happy with these uh, um, brothers I have in the band. Excellent, excellent. That's what I want to hear. Um, with all of this, though, kind of begs the question, like, how much left is in the Paradox gas tank? How much longer can you do this for? Well, um, I guess I do this till I can't breathe anymore, I have the feeling. <laughs> because... Uh, I still have the fire right now I, 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 I do the promotion for an album which came out on Friday last week but my thoughts going forward to the next album and uh, I have a vision how this next album should sound um, so you see I have the fire is still in I have, I'm motivated for um, I, I like playing guitar and I never lose ideas. I know I, the next album will be different, but great. As all records we did, the only thing uh, I'm not satisfied was always the same, the production. And um, some productions are so bad that the songs were better than, than what you heard after. And um, so that's why maybe I, I did the mix my first international mix uh, on my own record with our with my band and um, I tried uh, to do the best for it was not easy and I know I can improve a lot I can improve to to make the guitars better in front and stuff like this so I learn I'm learning but in the future I guess the next album I will mix as well 
Right on. Well, you're an artist. You want the very best for what you create, for sure. Yeah. The other the other thing is, why should I pay $5,000? Or... <laughs> Something you can do, yeah. <laughs> I can't do the same, you know what I mean? Fair enough. <laughs> and and, and, and uh, that's why I guess I'm be able for to to um, make it again. Uh, but the last word is not spoken, of course. I would like to work with Andy Sneep because... I know Andy Sneep, he plays in Priest now, but he did all the productions for favorite bands like Testament, Exodus, mm -hmm. and um, so uh, I, 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 I borrowed him my, my, my amp uh, when, when we recorded Heresy in 89, uh, he was in a band called Sabbath. Mm -hmm. I remember. Yes, and they, they recorded History of a Time to Come, I guess it was History of a Time to yep. Come. Um, uh, and we, we recorded our records in the same city in Berlin and uh, he came up to the studio to us and said hey Charlie can you borrow me my uh, your amp uh, I want to record and it, I have not the real sound I like your sound and I borrowed him my amp <laughs> for one <laughs> month uh, so so it wouldn't be it would be easy to get in contact with Andy um, and he do great productions but uh, I, I can't pay Andy because Andy lives in another world and right. On a, on, a, on a different level, yes. <laughs> right, on, right. On. Well, that's a nice little piece of music history there. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. That's well, well, um, I'm I'm proud for others when they do a good job, and they believe in what they are doing. And he did, uh, and his neep, and uh, he grow, he grows and grows, and now look where he is on the top of the bill. So. Mm -hmm. Um, um, yeah, I like this. Uh, this is the same like uh, like um, Schmia from Destruction, or the same with our uh, cover artist Travis Smith. What he did is genius. Um, how I worked with him is genius. Um, it was so easy to work with this great artist. Yes, to make this cover. Yeah. Right on, right on, yeah, yeah. I'm a firm believer in the visual presentation as well. I prefer the physical tech to hold the vinyl album and look yeah. and look at the cover and the liner notes. You just don't get that with a download. Yes, yes. Um, that's why I'm waiting for the double album vinyl uh, when I get this, when I can hold this in hands because it's big and you can read all the lyrics. And on a CD, you must take glasses to read these stories because <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> because because yeah, there there were so many words uh, so many words on that album that we had uh, no space anymore to pick more picks in or uh, uh, or writing a special thanks list. So this album is dedicated to all fans who all support us for this band Paradox. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Halloween season is upon us. We're now getting into October. Um, is this a thing for you, the Halloween season? Do you like to celebrate and what do you like to do? Um, what I do is I have my batteries are empty, totally empty. I'm, I'm, it, it, it was so exhausting. The whole process from songwriting on till the promotion. Um, but I do I like to do it and what I do is in that times just relaxing 
relaxing, playing maybe uh, playing a little bit PlayStation games or <laughs> or I, I know meeting my friends. Uh, but I'm not a guy for big parties uh, right now. No, no. I I, I I like more to enjoy to enjoy uh, the calm around me now and. Um, get a little bit away from everything to think about what's going on in the future and I won't start with songwriting this year in the end of the year I won't start but without any pressure so uh, I know the next album can't be 75 minutes again I don't want to do this um, so it will be 45 to 50 minutes around around that and it will be it will sound more a little bit more old school I guess uh, so now I have the feeling for because I listen a lot to bands to the first albums of Metal Church of Flotsam and Jetsam <laughs> of, of, of all that bands uh, I, I like uh, or Twisted Into Form from Forbidden uh, uh, Bonded by Blood my favorite album from Exodus no, it just and first album from 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 the legacy from Testament, and um, as more as I listen to this kind of music, and of course I listen a lot to uh, the Heresy '89 record. It's a little bit more basic. It's a little bit more the basic riffs. But I want I don't want it to copy myself as a companies. That's the reason uh, I I was going forward with our. Uh, development of, 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 uh, from from one album to the next, where we found our own style now, and um, but it could be that the next album sounds a bit a little bit more uh, more more old school. And finally, I'll let you get on with the rest of your day. I remember the very first time with the very first record, I saw the word paradox because yeah. of you. And I don't ever recall breaking out the dictionary. I probably should have. And just over the years, I never gave it much thought. But now, uh, I'm going to get it straight from the man. What <laughs> is what is a paradox? Yeah, the the good thing on paradox, it's mystic. It's you can't really explain. You have nothing in hand. You you can't watch it. You 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 can't see it. It could have different meanings. Um, there are so much uh, um, interpretations for this word. Paradox is for me, we always can surprise the people uh, with a new album, uh, uh, what they don't expect that we are able for uh, after 35 years to do something like that. And uh, paradox is for me, um, yeah, it's it's one word. It sounds good, and it ha and it has a, a, a um, you can't really ex describe this word.
Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com, where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. we 
as well coming out of that awesome German metal and thrash scene from the, well, I guess, mid, mid all through the rest of the 80s. That was the mighty Iron Angel from their most recent album, Emerald Eyes. And of course, at this time of year, we could only go with the song Demons. And before that, that really cool instrumental that you heard, that was one Christian Muenzer, the uh, guitarist for Paradox that has been in a number of awesome bands as well. That is a track from his new instrumental record, Path of the Hero, with Demon Angel. Really cool stuff, I think. I think Muenzer's record is something that you're going to want to get into because you're a musician's musician, dude. And he came up with a lot of really sweet ideas on on that on that record. I think it's going to be something you're going to really enjoy. Look, look, look at me here, dude, giving you all these recommendations be- between Christian and horror pops and all that. I'm going to set your whole week up right away. Hell yeah, man. Right on, right on. So thank you, Mr. Steinhauer and everyone else involved in making that long overdue record or interview happen. And like I said, available now, Heresy 2, End of a Legend. Go out and grab it. Something else that's long overdue here is the celebration and the acknowledgement of Mr. Chai Pig. Chai Pig is one Kendall Chin, and he's most noted for being the main man, the vocalist, and everything behind the legendary Canadian punk bands, punk band SNFU, Society's No Fucking Use. That's what that stands for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. It took it. It took a while when I first heard of S S N F U and all that. Okay, great, great punk hardcore band. I love it. Did I had never really heard what it stood for for about a good six months afterwards when it was I was finally let in on the secret. Yeah, yeah. Last year, sadly, we lost Mr. Chin. We lost the mighty Chai Pig. Did you look under the couch? Yeah. That's, t- that's typically where everything goes. <laughs> that's where you find them, yeah, yeah. No, unfortunately, we lost this amazing artist. And a, peti- a petition at change.org has um, been up to get Mr. Pig a star on Canada's Walk of Fame. Which is basically the same idea. I think in LA you have the your own the the American Walk of Fame with the stars and and all that. Well, Canada kind of has their their version up here, and this really cool petition has been um, set up to honor Mr. Pig, and I want to do my rock and roll duty right now. And pull it up here. Change.org. Okay. Canadian legend Chai Pig on Canada's Walk of Fame. Okay, 16,660. Yes, I love it. I've signed already. That's awesome. We, <laughs> we want to get, get like 
<laughs> five more people to sign before you do. <laughs> that, that's right. That's right. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I would have been perfect. Anyways, the object is to get to 25,000. So I'm going to do this right now. Okay. Okay. Sign in this petition. I know. Stimulating radio. Yeah. <laughs> but this is important. It is. It really is. You know, and it's it's one of those things where uh, it, you know, uh, like I I'm almost torn it's like yes, he should be recognized, but at the same time being that it's such a commercial sort of thing to do with a Canadian Walk of Fame, doesn't that almost go against the punk ethic? Uh yeah, yeah. In 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 some ways, it does. Like maybe in, instead of getting him um, like a star on the Walk of Fame, maybe we just burn the Walk of Fame down one day. <laughs> like, like, I almost feel like that's more appropriate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh! I got a bunch of other names here. Uh, no, 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 no one I know. Although one of my Facebook friends did 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 sign this as well so good on him good on him well there we go i feel good now i can't i can't argue about that the only way i could possibly feel better is if we drop an snfu track right now one of the last releases uh right before his death was kind of in a quick ep uh, that were kind of uh, made up of songs that uh, songs and ideas from a previous record that just kind of, you know, never made the cut. So I'm going to drop a track from that. This is Chai Pig and the Mighty SNFU with the awful truth. Go sign the petition, damn it.
Going back to the heyday of SNFU, that was the legendary government issue with Hey Ronnie, which I imagine, you know, this was back 19, this song would have been 83, I want to say. So, yeah, yeah, I guess uh, if this song had come out like last year, the year before, it would have been well, like. DOA did. It would have been, hey, Donald. Hey, Donnie. But, I honestly feel that most of the music, at least hardcore punk music, from 81 or so through um, <clears throat> 80, 88, um, probably owe royalties to the, to the Ronald Reagan Foundation, <laughs> to, to his estate. <laughs> You know? Yeah, <laughs> just for just just for providing the inspiration. Yeah, yeah. But like you know, it it's so funny. Like these songs, I'm like, well, what would you have done without it? You know, and and when people say, oh, there's still be great music, I'm like, no, no, Obama <laughs> great years. music. Yeah, like look at the right. Obama years. What the fuck did Rage Against the Machine do during the Obama years? Dick. But <laughs> as right. soon as Trump was president. We got Boom. more good music than you can shake a stick. Yeah, at. yeah, both 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 Bushes as well, especially Junior produced a lot of really cool stuff as well. Speaking of really cool stuff, I think you're going to really dig this week's indie spotlight. We're always on the lookout for fresh new talent. Check out this Indie Spotlight. You will recall last, last week's Indie Spotlight, we featured a band from Chicago. Well, we're going to stay in that city this week. Because from the Windy City, I discovered the band Creep Show. Now, not not the Creep Show, which you I know the Canadian Psycho Billy band that you're familiar with. Okay, yeah, I'm like, wait a second, why don't I just listen, wait a listen to them? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, 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 the creep no show. The, this is a cool thrash band just called Creep Show. Their latest record, Bump in the Night is available now and as soon as i saw that and it's like okay starting off the month of october our indie spotlight has to be this band with this moniker you know so i jumped all over that bump in the night is a great record and i had to go with the track mosh Feratu. oh my god <laughs> is it that <laughs> is it I am searching it's this up right now because this is this is still Bandcamp Friday as we talk. There creep we go, show, yeah. It's creep show. Creepshow.bandcamp.com. Oh my gosh. Amazing. <laughs> I knew you were gonna love it. Okay, what's the album called? Here we go. Creep show Chicago, Illinois. Here we go. <gasps> Bump in the night. Oh my. Goodness gracious! The art, midnight hour, bump in the bump in the night essentially looks like um, the movie we keep talking about, Return of the Living Dead. Like it looks like that poster. Like, are you looking at the art for it? 
Mm, no, no, but I know. I, I, yeah, I know what you speak. It essentially looks like that. Like, oh fuck, this is busy. Okay, hang on here. Mosh Feratu. Oh, uh, it says sold out. I'm like, well, I can't buy a digital copy. There we go. Oh, see, yeah. man, name your price. Oh yeah, yeah. We're we're kicking these guys some money today. And, uh, Dude, and, uh, you, you need to go look at the art for this because they have one of the guys in in a knot hat like the the brim turned up and it says knot. right like fuck dude <laughs> all right, right on. well we've got everyone salivating to hear it now yes. this Hell is yes. chicago's creep show with mosh Ferratu.
that is definitely a lot of fun. Yeah, while that was playing, I pulled up, I pulled up the the cover again. Yeah, it's I love the spirit. I love the spirit with that, the zombies and the battle jackets, and it's the graveyard. It's yeah, it's we've seen it before, okay. But this is it just doesn't cool. get old. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't get, get old. old. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Right on, right on. And that dropped last year, so it's still, still relatively new. Creepshow.bandcamp.com. Going to that's a. A lot of fun, really good stuff, and that's the way we want to kick off this um, this year's October. Well, my friend, I'm going to make my way back back down into the cave, break out some more horror movies. So, uh, how can uh, people get a hold of us? Well, dear snowman, they can go to the internet and go to radioactivemetal.org. Check us out there. That's where all the stuff is. You can listen to this episode, other episodes, past episodes, present episodes, future episodes. It's the place to be. At RadMetal666 for Instagram and Twitter. We really don't tweet much. Occasionally we retweet um, if we think about it. Mostly we're on the Instagram because, well, pictures are fun. And we put up pictures of like vinyl records, the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's fun. There's no drama. It's just like pictures. It's fun. So go there. Uh, rabbitle666 at gmail.com to drop us a line. If you're up for playing a game of magic online, uh, let us know. You know, you can DM us through any of those. Facebook.com slash rabbitle. Check us out there. The snowman keeps us updated. Um, we will start trying to do better with Bandcamp Friday and posting our picks at the Facebook page hopefully um mm-hmm. those sorts of things because i'm already looking forward to what we're gonna have to pick for november and not right on, pick, yeah. but what we get to pick you know mm-hmm. um let's see here so we've got that so if you go to like itunes stitcher like any place you can think of where you can get a podcast we're there we're all over the internet we're like a well we are like the glitter of the of the podcast internet <laughs> just when you think you've gotten rid of us, we show up again. Just yeah, we're there. Boom. Yeah, yeah, we're everywhere. You can't get rid of us. So it's what we do. Um, and then thanks to the fine folks at the Shining Wizards Network, shiningwizardsnetwork.com. They have a whole host of wrestling podcasts out there. Um, I feel like we are slightly the odd man out, but I mean, we're always the odd man out because we're metalheads. Mm-hmm. So um, but <laughs> great, great group of people, great podcasts. They also host um, our sister podcast, A Wrestling Night in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it's that show. So weird because the host sounds so much like Snowy. Like mm-hmm. it's it's like they're twins or something like that. It's weird. But um, <laughs> yeah, so we've got that going on. And thanks to them, we're on Spotify too. So pretty much anywhere you can listen to a podcast. In fact, I challenge you to not find us. I challenge you to like find the podcast service we're not on. And when you do email us mm-hmm. and submit us to it while you're there, you know, right on, right since, on, since yeah. you're there anyway, you know? Yeah. Because we just, we just keep popping up just it's like, Whoa, really? We're there. Oh, right on. Yeah. There's nothing on. funnier than somebody's like, Oh, you should get on this. And we go to search and we're like, well, fuck we are. How'd that happen? Yeah. Well, what the yeah. hell? 
<laughs> right on. Right on, right on. To get us on out of here, crazy train into the station, let's go out with the legendary Doom and our track, Our Own Worst Enemy. In the meantime and in between time, that's it. This has been a legendary episode of Radioactive Metal. I'm Snowy White. And this is Aaron. Signing off. Crap. Ah, dropping stuff. <laughs>